Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Improved Podcast, the official podcast of Classic Studios. I am your host, Chase Collins, and today it's going to be another solo episode. We are doing back-to-back solo episodes, um, so I hope you all are excited for that. I do have some housekeeping things that I have to do in the beginning, so if you're not interested in all that, uh, feel free to go to the time codes in the description and jump around um, to the parts that you're interested in. Um, but I do want to say thank you for listening, and I hope that you achieve your goals this week. I hope you think about your goals this week and you achieve them. So once this intro music rolls, I'll be back and we can get into the good stuff. Welcome back to the Improved Podcast. <laughs> Improved Podcast Improved Podcast Improved Podcast Improved Podcast Alright, so we are, excuse me, we are kicking off the podcast with a couple of housekeeping items. I am delinquent on a couple of things that I've promised you all and have failed on, so I'd like to apologize. I missed last week um, posting. That was a mistake, I guess, or an error. I don't know. I decided I needed to take a break so I could really, you know, hone in and focus on my screenplay. If you've been, you know, following, you know that my goal was to finish the screenplay by March, and it's almost the middle of March, and I just needed to dedicate some time to focus on writing, which I've been doing. So I have some great you know updates and progress topics or whatever that i want to discuss with you and i'm i'm super excited to share all that all that but i do yeah apologize i don't want to miss episodes in the future i don't like missing episodes at all so didn't mean to do that um just needed to really focus on the writing because you know this that's why i started this and if these uh additional like activities that i'm doing like doing the podcast or the blog or the um, classic studio stuff is taking away taking too much time away from my writing it's like not worth it anymore I, I want to be writing that's that's my goal so I had to take a break um, from doing the podcast and just really focus on getting the writing done and that's what you know fills me up that that's what gives me the gratification of like doing work and I don't get that from you know these podcasts or blogs or stuff those are things I feel like I I want to do in order to document and I want to share with you all because it's fun talking about it and it's a way to keep up with it, all of my friends and stuff. But writing, you know, that's the main focus. And so I don't want to lose that, I guess, which is funny that that's like a fear of mine when I'm doing like a writing podcast of <laughs> that. Oh, no, I'll, I'll lose hold of my my writing. Um, but I'm, I'm not worried about that. I, I'm not really worried about that. But sometimes you just got to take some time to f- focus on working on you know what you love and that's what i did for these past couple of weeks took some time worked on screenwriting can't wait to share that with you all i also um haven't posted the classic studios blog for march yet uh that was supposed to be posted on friday like a couple of fridays ago so oops sorry about that didn't mean to do it um but i am working to get that out to you all this friday so if you're a dedicated eagle-eyed listener and viewer that is coming for you all the wait is over it's coming on friday so look out for that um and i think now yeah i'm ready to go ahead and get into some of the screenwriting updates can't wait to share um but yeah so it's uh 
I've been writing a lot and it's been really great. I've been working on it hard these past couple of weeks. I really struggled a lot. You know, you've been listening or watching. You know that I really was struggling a lot with this story in the beginning with the outline phase and then got through that, was able to make some good progress on the first act. And then the second act, I started slowing down a lot. And it was, there's something just like wasn't working. And I talked about this in the last episode and I resolved that issue live on air. So if you want to hear about what I was struggling, go back and listen to that. But I, I really wanted to talk more about how this story has sort of changed. And I think how that impacted my progress. Um, so I preached a lot, you know, about outlining and how outlining the story was one of the biggest challenges I faced while writing it. Um, and then, yeah, trouble getting through the second act. And with that, when how I start my writing process is I commit to finishing the outline. Before I do any writing at all, I got to get that outline done. And once I did... <laughs> Once I finished outlining and started writing, the story evolved and changed a, a lot. And I think that's why in the second act I was really struggling because there's a lot of – none of the major like story beats changed, but how these characters get to those story beats is what was changing, I guess. And I sort of I, – I suppose that comes out from these characters' personalities. As you start writing them, they start to come out and they start to uh, – you know, provide their own input into what the story should be or how it will play out. And that those changes small, whether they're like dialogue lines or anything like that, they impact the trajectory of the rest of the story. And so what I've learned is that by starting this, this story where I've started it at the, these characters are in a place where they're brand new, right? They they know nothing. They just have a goal that they're trying to achieve and they're working towards that. And in order for the story to get to the point where I think it would end, it should end, where it has like, you know, the the most impactful resolution, there's things that have to happen and I've outlined those. But as I've sort of started making changes or these characters have started influencing the the plot of the story, I've Notice that my my story is starting to grow, I guess, a little bit. Not in major ways, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But it's starting... I'm realizing there's more scenes that need to take place in order for this story to have the most impact that it needs. And while I was learning that, you know, I'm kind of casually, like, deviating from the outline, adding scenes here, adding character moments here. And that's been really great. Like, I think it's really added to the story but it's impacted the overall um flow and structure of the film and that's sort of what i really want to dive into is like the the three-act structure and that's something that i i love i, I really believe in that that storytelling device or uh what's a better way to phrase that whatever i like it the three-act structure it's great it's when you know I've probably talked about this on other podcasts, uh, especially the one with my sister, if you've heard that. But, you know, the first act, it introduces the characters, it introduces the world, the inciting incident, and then you have your first plot point at the end of the first act, which sort of kicks off the rest of the story. It sends the character into the unknown, into this new world where they have to start making choices and making decisions and learning. 
about um, the new world that they're sort of thrusted into, whether that's willingly or unwillingly, right? Um, that depends on how your how your story flows. And once that first plot point ends, the second act begins, and that's when you enter the unknown. You're into the chaos of, of the story, and that's usually a much longer um, act. It's contains about you know 50 to 60 percent of the movie and it has you know your rising actions your second plot points the midpoint twists maybe some rising actions here and there some obstacles that must be overcome and then you finish your your third act or you finish that up with the third plot point um and the climax of the movie that's sort of where it culminates into the the climax is right at the end of the second plot right at the start or second act right at the second right at the start of that third act which then focuses on you know a falling action maybe there's some resolution um or (laughs) there's a resolution maybe there's a falling action you know something that carries the excitement through till the end and as i was writing the second act and really you know wrestling with it trying to figure out the best way to execute these plot points i i i got to this midpoint twist which wasn't actually the the part that I was getting hung up on. I was is earlier than that, but whatever. <laughs> it was like one of the obstacles or rising actions that she was trying to overcome, and I couldn't crack it. But um, eventually broke through that and got into this midpoint twist. And as I'm writing that, I realize the story, or from like a structural perspective, I ha- I was struggling to keep all of the scenes. Um like organized in my head I guess and so it felt natural to transition this you know three act structure storyline or story into a four act structure and the four act structure is a little bit different um I think it I don't know much about it but it's essentially what happens is you split the second act into two acts and you're your midpoint twist sort of marks the end of the second act and then you begin your third act as they ascend and become knowledgeable in their you know their journey this new world that they're entering into and so i i restructured my story so that the the second act is split into two and that third act becomes the fourth act and so right now i'm in the the fourth act so i finished up completely the second act which is really great um or the first the second and the third act i finished both of those now and for some reason organizing the story was so much easier in but when i split it into four acts uh it allowed me to really like take each act as its own story and that was something that has only just like become apparent to me is and I think maybe it's indicative of like I'm becoming more aware of the nuances and the the level of like attention required for stories to be told in like an effective way. And that's been really gratifying, I guess, seeing that play out of how each of these acts have their own inciting incident, rising action twist and then conclusion as we progress through the story and of course you know stakes are higher and lower depending on how far we've progressed through the story at that point but it's been really nice to see and i think each of these acts work on their own as 
stories and when they all come together as in this final product i think it's going to really really work and so i'm i'm really excited about that and just super motivated um yeah to get into some some of the more like nitty-gritty details um i I told you the story sort of expanded um since the outline so when i first outlined this i had about 41 scenes something like that and you know i know not all scenes are going to be the same length but that looks about right to me if i wanted to hit you know a page count of like 90 pages something like that and i was about right you know that's i that's about as that's to be expected i guess that i think that feels right i don't i can't back it up like oh yeah 40 scenes in a movie is average i I don't know if that's true or not but it seems right for this film and now that i've sort of re-outlined and have all of my scenes picked out i'm well over 62 scenes and i think that they'll probably expand i think it'll probably end up around uh 65 70 scenes um and i'm about maybe like a quarter to halfway through my fourth act and the page count is still just in like the 70s so we're good like we're in great shape because i've added a number of like scenes that the page the scene count has grown exponentially right it's you know what is it like 50 percent more scenes so that's that's quite a bit um but the page count has stayed on track with what i projected about 90 pages i think we'll hit that and that's like a good thing i think because these scenes that i've added they're not fluff they don't feel like filler they're something that helps build out the story and push the story to the next to the next um you know plot point or uh whatever it just it 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 feels like it works all of these scenes it doesn't it doesn't feel like i'm adding any fluff or anything like that so that's i'm also excited about that like this the story is becoming rich and it's becoming detailed and there's like real world real consequences to these characters actions and that's been a lot of fun because this story is a very character driven story and i guess you know forgive me i've just nerded out on outlining and how much fun that is and i'm about to nerd out on writing and the plot and the character because that's been a lot of um what this story is about and that's been a lot of what's come to light with these past couple of weeks of really dedicated writing because uh it's great and so what this story is they're obviously (laughs) story and character are very intertwined with each other and mary lee my main protagonist i guess you would probably call her you know the pov character the story unfolds from her point of view her decision making that's what is driving the the story but also coupled with that she's an unreliable narrator she lies a lot she lies to herself she lies to her friends she lies to her parents and so that creates a lot of conflict that mary lee has to deal with she's really struggling with this and she's lying not because she's like a sociopath or she wants to manipulate people to her will or whatever like that it's it's nothing to do with that it's very much she doesn't know who she is she doesn't know what her truth is she doesn't know who she wants to be so she's figuring it out and maybe that comes across as lying maybe that's how it's perceived but she's it's not ill intent 
I guess. She's really just learning and figuring out, and we get to witness this character make mistakes and go through the process of learning how to be an adult. Like, what does that actually mean for children who are routinely told, like, oh, no, this is, you know, there's a a, a path forward for children if they so choose to um, indulge, right? You can go to high school, get a degree, get a college, get a degree, you know, take out a loan, whatever you need to do. I think there's um, not a lot of choice for children a lot of the times. And so this, the situation that Mary Lee Barber is in, it allows her to make choices and really have the freedom to do what she thinks is best because of the way she's being raised. And I think that's a really interesting um, character. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Chapstick. Um I think that's like a really interesting um, character and a really interesting way to tell the story. And one of the elements that I love about this script is that it draws heavy influence from social media type content or, you know, type of contents. And uh, one of the elements I love about this script is that it draws heavy influence from social media content and how that content is presented to the audience uh and that's been really fun i guess because i grew up on youtube right like 2005 youtube launch like boom i was there got my first ipod touch and i was on youtube 24 7 um so i was raised on this type of content and it feels correct it feels like that type of content needs to influence this story because that's it was true for me in 2005 i was raised on youtube it's even more true now for this younger generation so i think pulling in some of those like devices some of those the flavors of content online like on youtube independent content creators using those types of tricks to like help push the story i think is a good call and i think it's very on theme for this story and one of the elements that i have really pulled is the use of voiceover uh so that's i think y'all are familiar with voiceover but it's youtubers use voiceover a lot it's like their holy grail of (laughs) editing and storytelling devices because they're able to give a important information to the viewer very quickly you know it sets up the story this short five minute story uh, or 15 minute story that they're trying to tell really quickly it gets the viewer hooked they're ready they're engaged they understand what's going on now in like screenwriting and maybe this is true for like movies in general I'm, i guess i probably is i don't know but it I've heard that using voiceover, especially to like kick off a movie, is kind of frowned upon. It's seen as like a cop out, I guess, because it sets up the story, it pushes the narr- narrative forward through like clunky expedition exposition, excuse me. So it's sort of frowned upon, right? It's like not what you what um, you know, producers who are reading your script like to see it's not exactly um ideal and so you've seen how i outline you've seen the rules that i follow i follow the rules if there's 
something that's frowned upon. I don't want to be doing it. So I would like to stray away from that. But I think all of this, you know, all of the signs indicate that this is right for this story. You combine this prolific use of voiceover in online and digital media content. If you're pulling from that genre as inspiration, I think it's unavoidable. But it doesn't have to be... That doesn't mean that it has to fall into the same traps that voiceover typically falls in when you're dealing with, you know, cinema. So I want to make that voiceover more interesting than just a simple exposition jump. Hey, here we're setting up the next scene. This is how my character's feeling. We're pushing it forward. We, you're, you know, you're along for the ride, right? You, you buy off on this. That's what... <laughs> essentially i'm telling you here's the premise don't ask any questions like okay yes sir um but i don't want to do that i think that would be a cop-out it would be too easy it would make this movie boring what makes the movie interesting is that mary lee barber is an unreliable narrator so when you have a character doing voiceover who is unreliable i think that makes for a much more interesting much more nuanced viewing experience you're you you get to hear this character you know tell you hey i'm the happiest i've ever been i love my life i'm having a great time and then in the very next scene you see her having the worst day of her life not having a good time she's totally wrong about how she perceives the world or her experience in the world like that's not a good time that's a bad time and you need to recognize that stop lying to yourself so i think that's an interesting tool that can be used throughout this story and i've always written this story with that in mind however while writing this story i really wanted to focus on getting the actual what happens in the movie down right before i started okay now how do i play with how this story is viewed or how is it presented to the reader or the viewer now that's when the layers of you know being unreliable those the lies um cluing into like oh maybe this character isn't um nefarious in nature but just like a little young and naive and is figuring it out and i think that's a really fun idea so i hope it works i'm really excited to try that um once i finish writing this thing (laughs) i'm excited to go back and you know add those flavors and details um because I think it could, yeah, give you real insight into you know, her internal turmoil and this mental state that she's in. Like, what, what does that really look like? And how does it manifest itself in the digital world? I think that's something that's really interesting. Um, another uh, something that came up during these, like, last two weeks of writing um, is this. Um, so I, I – not this isn't really, like, how it works – but I'm going to say this is how it works, but it's like not as concrete. But I, you know, after I have this story or I'm outlining or I'm in the middle of outlining or I'm about to write, I usually create like a playlist of songs that I think capture the spirit of the characters or the story that I'm writing. I've, did, I've done that for every one of my uh, scripts that I've written. Um, and it's always helps me. Like I like writing with music, so I just throw that on and I start, you know, writing and the vibes of the music just like gets me in the right place to to start writing and that definitely worked for 
the playlist I created, it was a lot of, you know, Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, Lana Del Rey. I think there's like a Sarah McLaughlin song on there. So it's a lot of this, you know, coming of age, high school, like <laughs> music that I love. Um, it's great. <laughs> you know, just listening to these 17 year olds, like cry about their problems. Like, oh yes, give me that. That's what I need for this story right now. So I'm listening to it and it's just uh, fun. But as I started getting into the second act and the third act, I realized like these characters are changing. They're growing up. They're no longer dealing with like high school problems. Suddenly the world is becoming real to them and their actions are having consequences. So this like high school vibe of songs that I was listening to that, that sort of capture the world in a very specific perspective and a very specific state of mind uh, weren't working for the story anymore so I had to create like a new playlist that more that better captured the spirit of these characters now right because they start off in this very um, innocent young phase and then they progress and become a little bit more confident they have a little bit more attitude so I had to add more songs like that that sort of fit the flavor so i added some SZA in there i got some more deep cuts of lana del rey and taylor you know just to help with um the writing and that's been a lot of fun um it's really i, I didn't expect it to influence uh my writing as much as it did but it totally did man when i was listening to some SZA and she's like talking about smoking on her x-pack i'm like dang dude this girl mary lee barber she is a boss girl she is killing it now and you know i feel like if you go to the first act it's like no she's not she's this little girl what are you doing but she gets there i think she she gets there and it maybe it might like reading it back it might come off as like inconsistent tonally um but i'm hoping not i'm hoping it'll all still work <laughs> but we'll see when i get into the rewriting um so yeah i'm really really excited for that and excited to see this story wrap up like i said i'm about a quarter to halfway through the fourth act um about 70 pages in so theoretically if i stick to my 90 page count i only have like 70 oh no i have like 20 25 more pages to go so that's that's really exciting i'm super pumped to get to finishing this project um i'd like to say that i will be finished in like a week but it'll probably be close to the end of the month just based on how how i do things um probably going to be closer to the end of the month um and one of the reasons i'm so motivated to finish the screenplay is to one, you know, meet my March deadline, right? That's a goal that I set for myself. I'm going to stick to it. Um, and the second reason is because I'm so excited for my next project or my next set of projects that I'm going to start soon. I really want to give you like a teaser or something, but I can't say too much because one, like I don't really know what this project is going to look like. I know what I'm going to do, but I don't know what it's going to look like i don't know when you're going to see it if i was being like ambitious i'd say oh you'll see something in six months and then six months will come and i'll be like yeah i'm totally not ready to launch this project yet so really the earliest it's like maybe 2024 you guys will see what i'm working on 
next, but maybe not. Yeah, it, we'll see. 2023 just started. Maybe I'm – we'll see. I, I'm very excited to sh- share it with you guys. I can't wait to see it, or I can't wait for you all to see it. I can't wait to make it, and it's something – super exciting it's visual in nature and it has to do with screenwriting maybe that's a teaser i don't know um so that's the next big project i'm really excited to start working on it's going to be a ton of fun oh my gosh and i have also like a couple of smaller projects that i'm working on in parallel with that um because even though it's a big project i don't think it'll take up like all of my time i think it'll take up like a couple hours a week maybe not even that so i'm just going to be working on smaller projects to like pad out the time i guess i want to um and what what are those smaller projects i can tease those for sure i have a short film that i've been cooking up um that i really want to write i think it's a great story i think it's really timely and um important it's an important story that i really want to tell and i want to make it a short story because maybe i'll like produce it myself one year um but i'm really excited about that uh short film that I want to write, and then I also want to try taking a stab at like writing a comedy movie. I know, I think at the beginning of the year I said I wanted to write like a comedy TV show, but I'm not. I don't want to write a TV show, man. That sounds way different than writing a movie. So I'm not gonna do that yet. I have. I think the TV, sh- the idea for the TV show I have is really good, and I think it's be really funny. But I, I don't want to write it <laughs> right now. I want to write movies. That's that's what I'm focusing on. So I want to write this comedy movie and i'm excited about that one too i have a good premise um set up for it It, (laughs) i want to be like you know you know all those like 2000s movies um maybe it was 2010 movies yeah but like um the judd apatow um seth rogan um type movies i'm really interested in writing something like that for the modern era you know it's like we need to we need those stupid high school funny comedies back you know what i mean i haven't seen one of those in a minute so i want to write one it's like why not i think that could be fun like what is (laughs) what is getting into trouble look like now when every high schooler has a smartphone and (laughs) and everything like that i think it could be fun um so um yeah, really, really looking forward to uh, working on that project. But I'm not going to start until I finish this screenplay. <laughs> I've been really, really disciplined or holding myself back, self-restraint, whatever it is. I've been really trying not to spend too much time thinking about any other projects other than Mary Lee Barber. Of course, you know, I, I'm a writer, so I'm always going to have ideas come up when I'm you know, laying in bed or driving or whatever, but I started, you know, jotting down some notes and stuff like that, but I'm not going to start actually working on these until I'm done with this first draft, and I'm really excited because that's coming around pretty soon, and I'm super stoked about it being finished and getting on to the next thing, so that's awesome. Um, with that, I think it might be the end of the podcast. So I want to thank you so much for listening. Again, I apologize for not posting last week. Thank you so much for letting me do two solo episodes back to back. I actually really enjoy these solo episodes. It's a way for me to take some time and sort of check in with myself and talk about the state of my writing. Right? A lot of this, a lot of these 
you know points and things that I'm bringing up with you all they're they're things that I know to be true but I never like verbalize them they're just things that are cooking up in the back of my head and I'm thinking about it and then translating that into words is helpful uh so thank you for letting me share those uh it's really beneficial to me um and yeah so I'm really grateful for you all and thank you for listening and i'm working on getting some great programming lined up for these next couple of weeks i can't wait to share updates on the projects that i'm working on maybe some new projects maybe some new guests um coming up so thank you all so much for listening and sharing and subscribing and please comment if you would like um and if you'd like to leave a five-star review on your podcast app of choice go ahead and do that we read every five-star review out loud on this podcast and so if you want to review it go ahead and do it and if you want us to read it leave it five stars baby all right everyone i hope you're enjoying the rest of your week i hope you enjoy the rest of your week i hope you have a happy daylight savings time shout out to green bean for all of our musical themes And with that, I hope you achieve your goals this week, and I will talk to you all next week for another episode of the Improve Podcast. Goodbye.